Unseen is sponsored this week by Shaker and Spoon, a subscription cocktail service that helps you learn how to make handcrafted cocktails right at home. We're definitely not going out to bars or house parties as much these days, but that doesn't mean you can't enjoy great drinks with the help of your Shaker and Spoon box. Every box comes with enough ingredients to make three different cocktail recipes developed by world-class mixologists. All you need to do is buy one bottle of that month's spirit and you have everything you need to make 12 drinks at home. At just 40 to 50 bucks a month, plus the cost of the bottle, this is a super cost-effective way to enjoy craft cocktails. And you can skip or cancel boxes at any time. As a listener of this show, you can get $20 off your first box. Head to shakerandspoon.com unseen to snag that sweet, or citrusy, depending on the box, discount today. Long Story Short Productions presents Unseen Episode 3 The Secret Ingredient by Sarah Shackett Stupid morning. Why do I gotta be the one who has to get up at stupid o'clock to open the stupid bar? (sighs) No. You know what? I am alert and awake and... Hmm? Confused? What? Who the hell just leaves boxes right by the door to... Oh, packages. They're packages, Olive. It's a normal thing. I am just still... (sighs) Really sleepy. Well, not as sleepy as the poor UPS driver must be. Jeez, who leaves deliveries before seven? (sighs) You two come with me, laddies. We're not really open until eleven, but if you're quiet, you can hang out while I clean up whatever mess late shift left for me, okay? Once more into the breach, dear friends. Or is it unto? Whatever. Let's see what's... Good morning to you. Oh, Lord. Hmm. He did it. He actually installed that freaky leprechaun doorbell from hell. So, what? Now every time that... Top of the morning to you. Top of the morning to you. Okay. Awesome. That's just... It's August, Amit. St. Patrick's Day is so far from... Mm, no. Not gonna go there. <sighs> but I mean, you guys are packages. You get it? That thing violates my Eighth Amendment rights. Probably. 
Ah, what am I saying? Y'all are probably filled with more shamrocks or whatever. Well, welcome to Declan's, the okayest fake pub in all Chicago. You can look forward to a lot of NFL extra and workplace kickball teams not understanding how to split tabs efficiently. But, eh, a semi-decent beer rotation, and the staff, if I do say so myself, is pretty... Oh. Oh, right. Hang out for a sec, package pals. I have very official bar business to attend to. So official. The most. Please don't have left a note in the credit card box. Please don't have left a note in the credit card box. Ah, crap. She left a note. Please don't be perfect. Please just don't be perfect. (sighs) Hi. Oh, friends. Romans. Packages. I am anthropomorphizing because I'm freaking out a little. I regret to inform you that the note is kind of perfect. Hey, early shift. Thanks for the advice. Tried out your end of summer cocktail idea and added a sprig of thyme, which seemed to make the difference. Also, let it not be said, I'm not a nerd of my word. You were absolutely right about the lime. Now, it just needs a name. Let me know if you have any ideas. XO Late shift. <sighs> Stupid, cute, freckled, pixie cut having late night bartender. I mean, what gives her the right to be this cute? Now it just needs a name. Let me know if you have any ideas. Ugh, I mean, what am I supposed to do with that, huh? Ugh, mm, no. I'm not thinking about this. I'm opening the bar. Mm, well, baby steps. Let's take care of the packages first. <sighs> okay, let's see what's behind door number one. Oh. Oh, wow. Lots of Guinness merch. Lots of... Okay. I don't know where he wants that banner to go, but sure. Why not? (laughs) Okay, wait. Wait. Is this a toucan? Is this a Guinness-themed toucan? I... (gasps) It totally is. Oh, humanity. You're never going to stop surprising me, are you? Well, Mr. Bird, what are we going to do with you? Hmm, yeah, you can go next to the iPads. You're balancing a beer on your beak, so I trust you. All right, that's door number one. And what about you, number two? What do you... Huh. This is... addressed to me? Who the heck would send me a package here at- Oh, hell no! No. Uh Uh-uh. No, this is not happening. How did they even find me? Okay. (sighs) Okay. Get a grip, Olive. 
It's okay. No one knows it's here. No one saw anything. Well, except for you, Mr. Bird, but you're not going to rat me out, are you? Knew I could count on you. <sighs> but, yeah, mm, we're just going to ignore that. Pretend we never saw it. Cool? Cool. You, be quiet. I, if it's way too early for my normal job, it is way too early for magical packages. I will deal with you later. <sighs> Whatever. Sulk all you like. See if I care. I got plenty of tables to bust. Oh, do you hear something, Mr. Tropical Guinness? I don't. Weird. Uh, screw it. I need to talk through this with somebody, and you are officially cheaper than therapy, you weird beer bird. In fact, you are horrifying, but free. <gasps> Title of my memoir. Anyway, uh, here's the thing. I'm going to assume that, as a plastic novelty item, you're at least a little familiar with the unseen world, right? Magic all around us and the big bad call that hides the reality of magic from most of the humans, right? Right. Well, plot twist, humans aren't the only game in town. The call also hides all the other major sapient species on the planet. I'm talking harpies, goblins, merfolk, dragons, and, <laughs> of course... My people. The Fae. Homo sapiens are really just your garden variety walking, talking trash fires. The Fae been around just as long, even if our horrible imperialist civilization peaked a little bit earlier than theirs has. And I know what you're thinking. Hey, if lots of beings can do magic, lots of beings can do magic. How do you know this very animated cardboard box is from a court of the Fae? That. That right there is how I know it's from my people. We're annoying, preening idiots who live for petty drama. For about a 150 years each, anyway. And see, this is my problem. Well, my most immediate problem. That package is not going to shut up until I open it. And when I do, well, my life, which I have worked very hard to simplify, is going to get complicated. Again! <laughs> so, any thoughts on how to deal with this situation? Do you think a meat would mind if I just set the bar on fire? Yeah, okay, that's fair. Ugh, fine. You win. Let's see what's so goddamn important. Ah, Rilgar's crown. This is a summons, isn't it? Yep. Here we go. It's a goddamn roll of parchment because WhatsApp just isn't dramatic enough, apparently. Okay, let's see what the damage is. 
the High Court of Zakarion, Sovereign Enclave of the Kingdom of blah blah blah, sends wishes for pleasant days to you, Olantesia de Hambris... Mm, okay, let's go easy on the full name there. It's mine, and even I think it's a bit much. Although your decision to leave Sylvan lands and live amongst the Veiled in the United States has been sanctioned in accordance to... Da, 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 da. Ah, okay. Here comes the offer I probably can't refuse. A project has arisen. Ooh. Results could be integral to the continued prosperity. Thus, we request your services as a... Master Hermeticist. Oh. Please return to Zakarion to render these services at your earliest convenience. Examine the enclosed notebook which contains the relevant formulas and please advise of your intentions through one of the accompanying runes. We expect your answer within the week or will conclude that your wish is to be counted among the unaffiliated. I have the... <laughs> Honor to serve the glory of, yeah, whatever. Well, crap. Okay. So, so this isn't just your standard come home so we can dress you down, oh ye prodigal daughter. They didn't think I was so masterful when I left, so hmm, they must be desperate. Or maybe they think I'll like the way Master Hermeticist sounds, which, since we've established a circle of Guinness-themed trust, Mr. Bird, I gotta say, I don't dislike how it sounds. <sighs> well, let's see. Notebook full of alchemical theorems. Check. After that, yep. Rune number one. <laughs> This is the one for, will return immediately. <laughs> yeah, sure. Rune number two. This one's for, must delay, but will arrive by the turn of autumn. Turn of autumn. Yeesh. Ah, and here's rune number three. The problem described lies outside my expertise. <laughs> hmm. I can't help but notice that none of them say anything about, I'd rather just stay out of this whole thing, please and thank you. Would that be too much to ask? Ow! Hot! Oh, good! <laughs> You've bonded to me now, haven't you? So those blowhards at the court will know I got their package. Hooray! Well, the joke's on you, glow sticks. You bother me at my work, you get to stay at my work. <laughs> I'm not taking you home. You can rot in the lost and found for all I care. And as for you, Mr. Notebook full of alchemical formulas, let's... You know what? We can just have a quick look at you, right? What are they trying to turn into gold now? Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> Would that even hold together? Oh, I see. Well, 
That might work. You'd have to triple the- No! No. I am not doing that. I'm not! Don't you judge me, Bert. I can see you over there with your big, judgy, plastic eyes. I left all that behind me when I left Sakarion. Done deal. I am living a happy, purposeful life without needing to bewitch, hex, or persuade anyone. I don't miss living among the Fae. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I really cannot tell you what a relief it was to leave. Even if... Even if I do miss the work. I mean, mixing cocktails doesn't exactly give you the same boost that turning molten wax into titanium does. Ugh, man, I miss owning a crucible. But I don't. I don't miss it either. I <laughs> have a life here. I have friends. I have very particular opinions about pizza. I have a cute girl that I... that, um that I just keep exchanging notes with across shifts because I'm too scared to ask her out. Ugh, Mr. Toucan. This is bad. This is very bad. Okay, let's... Let's talk through the whole thing. Maybe... Maybe it'll help if we just... Lay it out? Yeah. Just lay it out, step by step. <sighs> right. So, step one. I grow up in a kingdom of the Fae, and it kind of sucks. But I do grow up, and I become a hermeticist, what uh, you in the bird community would probably refer to as an alchemist. And that's great for a while. Then, step two, the court politics get a little too I Claudius for my taste, and I leave Zakarion for the distant and exotic state of... Illinois. <laughs> I swear off magic for a bit, then swear off Cubs fans for a bit, then get a job working at Declan's. Step three, beginning of summer. We take on some extra staff, that's fine, I'm working a late shift when one of them's supposed to start, and I don't think anything of it. But then, step four. I actually <laughs> see this girl. She has this amazing leather jacket and this pixie undercut that falls just so and honestly, so many freckles. Like, you could see them from across the bar amounts of freckles. And then... Her eyes find me, and we're looking at each other, and I feel like I'm falling. <laughs> and we can just skip over step five, where I do fall down and break a whole tray of shots and get absolutely soaked in tequila. <clears throat> Smooth. But <laughs> step six, my very favorite step of the bunch, involves this girl coming over <laughs> and helping me up. Despite all the evidence that I am an irredeemable weirdo. And then she tells me that her name is Taylor. And if I want to go get cleaned up and, uh, well, you know, fish the glass out of my hair. She's got this. She can hold down the fort. And then step seven, which is a very strong runner-up. 
involves me showing up to work the next day and finding a little envelope in the credit card box addressed to me with a note from this freckled goddess saying that she'd found my earrings on the floor and that it'd be a shame for me to lose them because, and I quote, you looked great in them. Now, we all know that step eight should have been, I say something, anything about how her smile leaves me completely flummoxed, but no. No. Steps eight through twelve have all been exchange cute little messages while procrastinating asking her out all summer. (sighs) And I know, I know I don't have, like, a ton more steps to waste here, but there's something that makes this complicated. Well more complicated. I don't know whether she's veiled or not, whether she can see past the call. (laughs) You know, when I first moved out of Zakarion, the call felt like the best thing that ever happened to me. It makes it so the humans don't notice any of the things that mark us out as, well, say. It flattens our ears, rounds out our features, changes our eye color, which... Okay, that's a little rude. There are some humans with violet eyes. Look it up. But, that aside, there's also a kind of freedom in it too. I could just blend in, make friends. It it was like a get-out-of-baggage-free card. So then, you get really close to someone, like really, really close, and even if you love them and you think they love you, there's always a tiny part of you that just goes, wow, they don't know me. They can't even see me as I am. And that doesn't work. Sometimes humans can break past the call later in life, but usually usually by the time they get through their teens, it's pretty much locked in, whether they can perceive magic or not. Which brings us to the million-dollar question, can Taylor see past the call? If I ever do any magic in front of her, will she get all glassy-eyed and weird and get a sudden urge to be somewhere else and then forget all about it? Ugh, I really like this girl, Mr. Bird, and I want her, when she looks at me in those earrings, to see the actual me, not the watered-down version. There. I said it out loud. Can I feel better now? Huh. Apparently not. God, I could use a tequila shot right about now. Hmm. Either that or one of the really fancy... Cocktails. Hey, early shift, blah 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 blah, end of summer, yes yes yes. Now it just needs a name. Thoughts? Hey, bird. What do we think about calling a cocktail? Magic is real. I mean, okay, 
Okay, on the one hand, this is the most roundabout way to figure out whether she's through the call or not. But it would be a way to ask, right? Not like, ask, ask, but it might work. I mean, even if she's a witness, she'd get the implication. Okay, I see that skeptical look, Mr. Tropical Stout. I see it, and I don't appreciate it. I have enough skepticism in my life as is. I don't need it from you. Especially since... (laughs) Well, especially since Taylor's moving away. Wisconsin. At the end of the month. God knows why, but... I don't have a ton of time to figure this out. Oh. Right. I don't have a ton of time to figure any of this out. Top of the morning to you. Ugh, I am so not warming up to that. (sighs) Survive your first night of bardom, Mr. Bird? (laughs) I'm sure you had a grand old time. And I'm sure it was more fun than my night. You know, there's no party quite like pondering a three-way dilemma of a promising but tenuous relationship, a promising but tenuous career opportunity, or doing nothing and feeling awful. Hmm. I don't like change, okay? That's universal across species. Okay. Thanks for your support. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to pretend my life problems don't exist and sort through the silverware. Oh, hello there, Mr. Plastic Fork. What are you doing here amongst your metallic peers? Do you live among them, hiding your true nature from all your friends? Well, I don't want to just throw you out. Hmm. No. No, 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 no. (laughs) I'm not using magic to... I mean... I could use magic to change it into metal. I should probably make sure I still know how. Make sure my master hermetic skills haven't gotten rusty. What do you think, Mr. Bird? I will be ruled by your judgment. (laughs) Excellent. Let's get set up then. Alright, my avian friend, I wasn't expecting to do a hermetics demonstration today, but here we are. The human myth of alchemy is all fine and fun, and it's not so far off from the truth. It's just gotten filtered down like everything the call gets its hands on. We actually call the art of persuading objects to change states hermetics, or if you wanted to be really old-fashioned, constitution. There's a whole guild and everything. Now, this may come as a shock to you, but there's more than one kind of magic out there. 
just like there's more than one kind of magical being. Persuasion's the most common, of course, and the building block for everything else. But there are others. It used to be thought that hermetics was the goblin's art, that they alone could magically alter the character of inanimate objects. Obviously, (laughs) that's bunk. Anyone can do anything. It just has to make sense in your head. It's true that most folks back home don't go for hermetics, but I don't know. I've always been able to see a little bit of myself in the everyday things around me, as evidenced by who I'm talking to, I suppose. Now, my little feathered lush, what I'm doing here is actually not that far from making a mixed drink. There's just more firepower involved. Or, you know, magically amplified votive candle power, but meh, we make do with what we have. That's a little bit out in left field, mind you. Making do. Hermetics formulas are very, very strict as a rule. You know, dense calculations and theorems, but every case is a little different. The constraints change. Sometimes you really can't get anywhere with it unless you can divine the secret ingredient. But that doesn't mean you can't ever improvise. After all, if persuasion is about holding an idea in your mind so strongly you force it to become true, then hermetics is all about combining elements with enough of a shock that the object persuades itself. Now, here's the fun part. Are you watching closely? Boom. Shock. Now let's see how our errant knight is doing. Perfect. Tin played it like the best of them. I still got it. <sighs> oh, come on. What? I did a little magic so you guys are getting all impatient or something? Oh, wow. You're noisy and warm to the touch. Awesome. Hey, you said I have a week to decide. That's six more days. And just because I did some alchemy doesn't mean I enjoyed it. I mean, I did enjoy it, but that doesn't mean I'm agreeing to anything. I was doing this for my current job that I am fine with, for the record, and not at all concerned about what happens next, or if anything needs to happen, or if I'm just distracting myself with a crush, or if this is just my life now, or... (sighs) Real Gar's crown, Olive... Okay. Yes. Okay. I'm... Okay. I have... A week. I have a week. And... Sure. I'll... Admit it. The work is interesting... And the opportunity is flattering as hell. I'm in a different place than when I left home. 
I mean, I am literally in a different place. But also, I've grown. Also, they're asking me back, which means I could set the terms of me rendering them this oh-so-valuable service. I should think about it. I should. And I mean, it's not like there's been any movement on my super straightforward magic cocktail education front. What did I think was going to happen here? Hey, I love that name. Totally going to go with it. Also, great to know you're a fellow magician. Let's make out. (sighs) Okay. Real talk, Mr. Bird. Am I going to chicken out on... Oh, no offense. On talking to this girl? I mean, Zakarion is fine. Lots of people think it's amazing, which, ugh, pass. But then again, I've always been wired weird, and I kind of always knew I'd find my people somewhere else because they definitely weren't at home. And I did. Mostly. But I have this other thing that I'm good at. In a place that will let me be good at it. Even if it's just not perfect, it's... I can deal. (sighs) And so then the question, I hear you ask, in your squawky bird voice, naturally, is... Is that better than trying to have a love life? (sighs) What hurts is... It wouldn't even have been a question if you'd asked me a couple years ago. (laughs) But, oh, my colorful winged friend, I have been burned before. Long story. Don't really love thinking about it, but because I am a helpless moron, it was a similar situation. Super cute human girl. Completely veiled. Not a clue about magic, but so funny. sharpest sense of humor I've ever, I mean, I started liking baseball because of this girl. That's how charming she was. But it wasn't working. Not with this huge part of me hidden. We both felt it. And so one day I thought, that's it. This is stupid. I am going to get Mel to see past the call if it kills me. So I, I did some magic in front of her. Just made her appetizer dance around a little bit. And instantly, her eyes just unfocus. A moment later, Mel's saying she needs to go home. She needs to leave now. And I, (laughs) haha, I couldn't let it go. I ran after her. I kept casting spell after spell over and over again, thinking this one will do it. No, this will be the one. Until suddenly, there it was. Her apartment door slamming in my face. I'd gone too far. I knew it. So the next day, I went to the store where she worked to say how sorry I was, and I was halfway through talking when I suddenly realized Mel wasn't looking at me. She was looking through me. She couldn't see me anymore. At all. 
I fought the call. The call won. It just walked me out of her life completely. After that, well, surprise, surprise, I haven't dated much. Haven't felt that way about anyone for a bit, actually. At least, not until Taylor. And I can't. I, I just, I can't have someone look through me like that again, so. So, yeah. Those are the constraints I'm working with. I just don't have any idea what to do with them. You have any ideas? <laughs> you don't know. You wouldn't even know if you were a real bird. I'm the only one who can know, and I just don't. So, if you three pretentious moonstones can just chill, that would be great, okay? <sighs> Thank you. I need to sort out myself a little bit before I make any decisions. Although I should probably take a closer look at the formulas in the notebook. It'd be good to know that this is actually stuff I can do. Wait. Where did the notebook go? Oh crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just peachy. (sighs) Morning, bird. How was your night? Because mine sucked. Six hours looking through every nook and cranny in this place, not to mention four different augury incantations to try to find it, and (laughs) you know what I've got to show for it. Jack. The plate is fine. You didn't see anything. Sorry, I've been a little... on edge. Because of the stuff. And, well, the other stuff. Still no idea what happened to the notebook, which means I am in a hilarious amount of trouble. Hilarious to the people who are going to punish me for losing track of state secrets. Not so much for me. But that is a problem for five days from now, Olive problem for a current olive is how messy this place is. Did we have a bachelor party in here last night or something? Oh, we did. Yikes. So, any more thoughts on how I ought to handle my suddenly serious and fraught life choices? Taylor, uh, Say anything to you last night on Late Shift? Yes, I'm aware that I'm stalling, taking a stupid look in the stupid box. I am a giant hypocrite and love unnecessarily dramatic forms of communication just as much as the rest of my people, apparently. I just 
wish I would start thinking about one thing more than the other, you know? Like, 11 hours ago, I was trying to maybe, like, recreate the formula in the notebook, and I was starting to make good progress on that, at least, well, I think I was, when, you know what my brain decided it wanted to do instead? Come up with another 16 ideas for coded message cocktails. And, well, you know what? I think number 14 maybe isn't half bad. (sighs) Okay, fine. I'll check the box. (sighs) I'm gonna check. And if there's nothing there, then I'm not gonna care. And that's gonna be an answer. And it's gonna be... Oh my god, notebook, what are you do? Wait, are are the pages... (gasps) Oh, thank the Lord. You're okay. I'm okay. Whew. (laughs) Wait, what? There wasn't a note here before. Oh. (laughs) Hey, early shift. I wanted to make sure this found its way back to you. I saw it in the lost and found the other day while looking for a woman's bracelet. It was giving off such a strong vibe that these (laughs) poor guys were all standing behind the chairs to watch the Astros game rather than sit near it. Uh Uh-huh. If it's not yours, my apologies. I know we haven't really talked about unseen world things ever, but I kinda assume since there aren't any other magicians on staff as far as I know. Hmm, related question. I don't know if it's presumptuous for someone like me to (laughs) even ask one of the fae. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And please don't take offense if I'm doing this wrong. But I'd love to keep in touch. And again, if this is presumptuous, oh, sweetheart, it is, it is really, really not. But I'd love to buy you a drink outside of work before I need to head out of town. Maybe a magic is real. Just got that, by the way. Clever. (laughs) Oh, man, this is it. I, I can clock out now. This this can't get... Oh, wait. Oh, my gosh. Hold on. There's something written on the back, too. <laughs> That's a phone number. That's what that is. <laughs> oh, Mr. Bird, this is bad. This is very bad. <laughs> because, I mean, if she's leaving, but we're keeping in touch from different places... I can kind of be in any place, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and be smug, you stupid runes. I couldn't care less. Change is great. (sighs) Okay. Let's do this. (laughs) 
to the High Court of Zakarion, Sovereign Enclave of the Kingdom of Anwin Lis, greetings and wishes for pleasant days. I, Olentesia de Hem... Mm, no. Still not doing that. I, Olive Hamby, of the city of Chicago, Hermeticist of worlds both seen and unseen, will return to be of service to the court for the purpose of accomplishing the project outlined in your missive. It is my wish to return in three weeks' time for a period of no longer than six weeks. Any further service to the court can be negotiated, but... I have other business which I must attend to first. This has been Unseen by Long Story Short Productions. Based on an original idea by Gabrielle Urbina, with additional conceptual design work by Sarah Shackett. Today's episode was written and directed by Sarah Shackett, with script editing by David K. Barnes. It starred Eli Barasa in the role of Olive Hamby. It also featured the voice of Andy Goddard. Original music by Alan Rohde and sound design by Zach Valenti. Unseen is produced by Sarah Shackett, Zach Valenti, and Gabrielle Urbina, along with Angel Acevedo, Jen Schneider, and Amy Tangway. For more information on the Unseen world, please visit unseen.show. Thank you for listening. You're still listening. Outstanding. Hey, Unseen producer Zach Valenti here with a quick ask. First, if you love the show, we'd love to know. Please take a moment while it's still fresh to rate and review this show wherever you listen, in particular Apple Podcast. Second, we decided to make this series to bring a little magic into a world that we felt could really use some. Please consider sharing this episode with someone or someones who brings magic to your life. You can tell them there's a message for them at the end of the episode. <clears throat> On behalf of whoever brought you here, no matter how crazy this world gets, I've always got some hope because of you. So, you know, thanks. <clears throat> With that said, I also wanted to shout out all 1,162 of our Kickstarter backers who made this show possible. Now, if you weren't a backer but would like to support the show retroactively, you can visit unseen.show support. 
If you ever want to say hi, the show is on Twitter at unseen.show. All right, that's all for now. We'll be back next week with episode four, a day of sunshine and rain. <laughs>